How many dicks do you feel, a sailor? How many dicks can Beto say something? Hey, hey. Well, yes, can you be? Can you? Can you? Can you take it easy with that? And you don't stop. Can you ease up with the what? The language? My mother-in-law's here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Can you be nice. She can't hear me. Well, you kind of sweet lady, just, though. You know, don't talk about sweet lady. She's a sweet lady. Don't talk about dudes and doing dudes and stuff like that. Well, you can say it like that. <coughs> Like, hey, that dude was doing another dude, but don't we? Receive me. Like, I, I, she, I'm she's talking here. about penetration, right? Since she's here, I shouldn't say things when like. Says, receive me. That's like she's talking Joe. about penetration. Right? Well, since your mother-in-law's here, I shouldn't say things like pussy. Welcome to the Third Party Controller Podcast. I am Jesse Lira with Beto Esparza and Joe Ramirez. And we're back again. Again. On this wonderful night that is Friday. <sighs> Ooh, there is chunks in this. You're all right. I told you there was chunks yeah, in it. Well, they're not chunks. They're like little diarrhea chunks. Uh, what, are you, what were you talking about, Joe? Uh, well, I had a bottle of this uh, alcoholic root beer. That I have had for a very long time. So I opened it up and all three of us shared some. And Jesse started complaining that there was chunks. I, of course, just figured he was lying and being a big sissy because that's normally... What he does. What he does. Uh, but then right now I took a drink and I noticed there was... It wasn't a chunk, though. It was more like a little speck of something. I don't know. I mean, it's not enough to make me stop drinking it, but it is enough to make me go, Hey, maybe there was something there. <laughs> And it's done. Oof, it was rough. Yeah. That was fun. Anyway. Bethel? What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, I'm going to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That is, that's that fucked is. up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. The new Batman Telltale's um game, the epi- the new episode came out, episode two. Yeah. I don't know when it came out Tuesday film. I think so, yeah. So I played that. That's all I played pretty much um this week, but it's pretty cool. Um I I like these point and click adventure games. I like I wanna I want I wanna see more of them because they're really fun to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the quick time events—they're—I mean—they're not so quick, but they're still entertaining. It's—it's it's fun to play. Um, uh, the 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 story's slowly developing. It's not—it's not crazy like anything else. Like it's not fast-paced, but mm-hmm. it's still really fun, fun to fun to watch and fun to play. So um, you're, you're still enjoying it, then? Yeah, it's 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 fun just making all the decisions that you like that you think you would would uh you'd want Bruce Wayne to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you play as as Bruce Wayne a little bit more than you do Batman. But you're saying you're liking that, right? Yeah, it's really it's fun. I like I really like it. The stories, it's I mean you see like a lot of stories like with um, Harvey because Harvey Dent's in it and it's yeah, yeah. turns into Two Face. So mm-hmm. so there's certain I, I can't 
it's hard because there's some spoilers that I don't want to give up. Um, now, would this be considered spoilers? Like, even even not being a fan of a, a Batman or reading the comic books, is this still a spoiler? Like, do they do something different, or is it more? Yeah. Oh, I know this from this book or a story. I've, I mean, I I've read a good amount of uh, <clears throat> Batman stories, but not. I mean, I don't know if they this some, some things like this have have ever happened. Uh-huh. Um, I'm pretty sure they have. But I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not sure, but yeah. um, yeah, there's certain things that happen with the the Wayne family, oh, Thomas okay. and Martha. So it's uh-huh. it's it's interesting. It's fun, but are you to the Wayans family? Yeah, Damon Wayans. Gotcha. He's he's. <laughs> <clears throat> He's in that, um, but yeah, that's that's like a, it's an interesting take on like uh, like how they die and stuff. Like not how they die; they they die the same way they they die in the in, the, in like every story. But um, there's certain ties to it. Oh, okay. A, um. It's 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 okay. It's hard to like explain this because I don't want to give up and give anything away. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's an interesting story. It's it's, it's like, fun. Yeah, uh, he he dies. <laughs> Bruce Wayne died, and not the parents. But that, that actually <laughs> happened in uh in a book, right? Didn't Bruce Wayne die? Yeah, was it was. Uh, and then DC they Flashpoint. Like Batman was uh his Bruce Wayne's dad. dad and Joker was his mom. mom. Oh, something I'm hoping for that is I hope the Joker's not in this game. There's a character in there that's kind of like a mystery in it, and I'm hoping it's not the Joker because I just fucking tired of it. Like I love the Joker. It's like Batman's yeah, yeah. greatest villain, but I just don't want to see the Joker in this. Um, but he probably will be. Yeah. So it's right now it's a uh, Penguin, Harvey Dent's in it, and he's he's pretty much gonna turn into fucking. Two Face, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I finished it, but I don't, don't want to get away. But um, that uh, Catwoman's in it is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I'm fucking like praying to God that I'm the, that the Joker isn't in it. I I, it I think Telltale. Huh? <laughs> I hope it is a Joker. I like the Joker. <clears throat> I hope, Joker story is the I'm better. thinking Telltale wants to keep doing this, so they'll probably hopefully. They I mean, save they, him. hopefully what? Hopefully they'll save him for like Maybe. number two. Yeah, be, I mean, Shit, I, I, I would, was, I'd be like, fuck that. He'd be coming up to the third one. I would, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You'd see fucking Mossy Clayface in there or something. Oh. <laughs> um, you should just do one on Mr. Freeze. Ooh. That'd be cool too. That'd be dope. Oh, fuck anybody. Um, the original backstory. Freezes. Or at least the one from the comic book. Or from Sorcerer. Like, oh, not that one. Oh. No, That's the original, huh? No, like the one from Did, the. Is, wasn't he created for that movie? <laughs> I was like, wait. The, the, I think I was like, the animated no. series did the retelling of that story about him and his wife. That one is the one I love. The mm. comic book is different. He, yeah. I think he was just more of a criminal. No, I like the, but the it was, animated one. It's so fucking good. Um, Scott Snyder, not the shitty director Zack Snyder, but uh, Scott Snyder in a, <laughs> in, in a in a Batman what? annual, he ended up doing uh, a Mister Freeze uh, backstory. And it was very similar to the animated series, but at the end of it, you find out that the the Mister Freeze isn't is mentally disabled, not mentally disabled, but he's not all Stable. there. Mm. So he thinks that's his wife. Actually, it's a lady who's been cryogenically frozen for such a long time. Mm. He saw her as a little as a kid, and he was infatuated with her, and just concocted we this story of that. Story, yeah. yeah. So really, oh. he is mentally thinking that's his wife, but it's not. It's not okay. Real. She can that's never cool. be brought back. She's basically dead and frozen. Yeah. But he is—he makes yeah. that story up. That's so cool. I thought that was a cool twist cool. to that story. 
So one of the things that I that I heard a lot of people like say that there's a lot of um issues with like uh, choppiness, like I'm the usual Telltale yeah. like choppy gameplay. I, I didn't notice it as much on like uh, Back to the Future, but I do remember noticing it more on uh, The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. And this game has it quite a bit too. Like it's yeah, like some some of the dialogue gets cut off like all of a sudden. Oh, like, okay, um, okay. The cuts in it—it's—it's it's weird. Like it's—it's it's delayed. Like it's the the audio of the game is trying to catch up to the to the graphics. Oh, okay. So it's—it's it's kind of weird. It's—it's kind of distracting. But uh, I don't know. Maybe like it—it all also depends on the whoever. I mean, because I, I I hear a lot of people like say that happens a lot with The Walking Dead. I mm-hmm. I noticed it quite a bit, but not as much as other people did. Mm-hmm. It was, I, it was pretty me, bad with The yeah. Wolf Among Us too. Oh, really? Yeah. I got a wolf in the wings. Um. So, did you did you beat the second episode yeah, yet or no? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. How long did that take you? Probably like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So it's pretty short. Um, penguin. Oh, I tell you, penguins in there, right? Yeah. But it's not the fat penguin like we're used to. Is that skinny one? Yeah. It's it's but it's still it's still. Is it cocky? He'll get fat later. Probably he'll just start eating a bunch of fish like Dan DeVito. Does <laughs> he have that Cockney accent? He does. Nice. Um. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. I'm having fun. Yeah, that's good. It. I like. It kind of sucks that I I want I want the whole thing to come out already. Just like yeah, yeah, go through it. Yeah, but it but it is fun. Like it's the story. Like I said, is it it's slowly developing, but it's still it's still entertaining. It gets me it gets me in. It is like the first one. It kind of hooks you by having like kind of a lot of quick time events in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like in the end, and then uh. This one is a little bit slower, but it's still it's, it's still enjoyable. You're, yeah. you're more as Bruce Wayne in this second episode than you were. And you're all fine with that, right? Is oh yeah, it, I'm cool. Like yeah. it's it's fun being Bruce Wayne. It's like, mm-hmm. just something different. Yeah, it's, it's funny how like just the whole episodic thing, how it's taken off, how it is, it you know it's become an accepted yeah way means of you know uh, releasing a game. I thought I had heard, I'd seen an article or something like that earlier too, talking about how Hitman, you know the. The swap to episode episodic even though some people are like oh, i'm just gonna wait it's worked like it's yeah, actually it's, uh, done well yeah and it's there it yeah. seems to be doing well uh, for them i was hearing a lot about that too and people having conversations that it fits for that game because he is a hitman mm-hmm. and he gets certain missions yeah not all the time it could be yeah, certain so times mm-hmm. he gets these missions so in a way it, it leads you to enjoy that one mm-hmm. or, or that segment yeah. And then kind of like you can go through it any way you want, but also yeah. wait for the next one. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, you got a lot of replayability yeah. to those mm-hmm. you can mess around with. I mean, it's all the same objective. The, the end is the same thing, but it's still, you can mess around with it a lot. Poison the sushi. It's how you it. get there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm having fun with the game so far. Um, I'm going to say something else. Or like the the stories in uh in the Arkham games, they're fun except for the shitty third one. Um, <laughs> they're they're fast paced, so this one's a little it is a little bit slower, but it's I don't know if I don't I don't know if even I think even if you're not a bat, a, a big Batman fan, I'm not even the biggest Batman fan, but I still enjoy Batman. I think you'll still you'll still like it, especially if you like the, this guy kind of like putting clicks type, type, mm-hmm. type shit. That's pretty dope. By you, Joe, it's helpful. Uh, Madden. I've been playing Madden. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played uh, played some Madden. It is very overwhelming. Yes. Very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is way, the same thing like Beto said, learning all this new so stuff. So much shit. Yeah. Like and then like everything that's old. I knew it was gonna change. Now, now you bring that up for both of you. 
Is it all this extra stuff that makes sense? Or is some of it like, why not keep it the other way? Like, are there some improvements that are like, I get it, but other ones like, why? If the why goal is realism and simulation, uh -huh. then, and that's, I think what it is, then it, it does make sense. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's just a lot to take in if you haven't played in a while. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, the last one I played was probably 12. I think it was 12 or 13, 12 or 13, I'm not sure it's when it was. And, you know, I kind of got just like, I, you know, the whole every year thing. And you're like, all right, I'm tired of this. So I stopped playing them. And then this, I think I played five minutes of 16 when it was on um, EA Access. And I was just like, I am done. I didn't really give it a mm -hmm. real, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, try. try. And then um, with this one, it's just, it was so much stuff to take in. And it's just so detailed now. And it's like for someone that hasn't played, you know, I see why why it's it's it is very very smart to kind of stick with it even though you know every year it kind of feels like it's just the same thing Tiny but once you miss yeah. like three four years it's a huge yeah. you know it's hard to take in everything and I mean there's so many like I remember the the older Madden <clears throat> games you'd have your um the mini games or like this mm -hmm. the tutorials to get into it now and I mean mm -hmm. there are so many fucking tutorials in this game now it's crazy like there's just like you have your main menu and there's like half of it's all just like you're looking at just all tutorials they're yeah. just like how to learn new new this new that pick up you this like and i'm direction, just like, like you pass you pass it in front of them pass it behind them pass it below yeah there's like eye. five different ways to pass the ball like based on how you press you know the, on the button to yeah. which the receiver you're, yeah. you're pressing to mm -hmm. there's like literally five different ways you can throw a bullet you can throw a lob you can throw a safe like spot pass you can throw it short you can throw it over it it's crazy and there's like three different ways to catch the ball so even after you throw the ball you can hold the button down so that your receiver catches it in a specific way so like your receiver can catch it for possession, like if he just needs a yard real quick or just to yeah. bring Grabs it the safe, ball and hugs it and falls. Your, your your receiver can catch it in, in a manner where he can run for run after, and then your your receiver can even do like an uh, an aggressive catch, which is like let's say you throw it high, and he's got to die for it. It's the most dangerous kind of catch, but he's more than likely to try to make that effort for it. So there's just so much shit to it now, and that's just passing. <clears throat> you know, the run is again a whole different fucking thing, and it's just. You know, I was trying to like just set my guys up to see if anything was like how I remembered it, and it's most of it's not. I was just, mm. I was lost. I managed to score a touchdown. It's like I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well. <clears throat> Something I'm, I've had trouble with is running the ball. Like I can't run the ball for shit. Like I, <clears throat> I'll I'll break I'll break uh, for like a fucking six or seven yard run like every once in a while. But every if I if I do try to run it, I get like three yards average. I was noticing that the best thing, <clears throat> like what you have to really do. It, and it's it's a hard it was hard, it's hard for me but I, I was starting to do it in the older games too is just be patient mm -hmm. my my always always my like mentality was to get the ball and immediately like sprint try yeah. to get an opening just go yeah they've changed it now to the where you really have to lay look you have to pay hole. attention to your yeah the blocking assignments mm -hmm. and look for the hole and like if the hole's not there look for your cutback lane to see if the you know so it's it's really like if you just use the sprint right away you're wasting yeah. it so it's uh and then there's like a button now for when there really is no hole like here's the button to make your character kind of like squeeze squeeze through a smaller hole oh so there's just so much shit yeah, yeah it's just so it's so it's it's really super overwhelming um I'm, i had fun though 
Yeah. Like I was playing it, I was like, my heart was, I was like, oh, fuck, this feels, you know, because it was going back and forth and no one was scoring. And then I, I kind of got a drive going. And I'm like, you know, I was like, oh, this is, you know, it's still cool. It, it is, you know, it's fun. And, you know, I, especially having not played in a while, it's fun. So, I mean, I'm going to keep playing it. I, I see myself um, definitely sticking with it. Um, it's just so, you know, it's just so overwhelming trying to just get into it. Like for someone that's never played a Madden game before, it's yeah it's a lot to take in mm-hmm. you know even like i said someone that used to play them back in the day you're just like you know that the ability to just get in and play it, it can be it can be tough you can still play the game yeah to be honest with you you can still just do play it normal like yeah. you, that's not to say you can't but i mean if you want to get all the nuances and learn all the stuff and be you know to really get it you really got to pick up on all the new stuff yeah. Yeah. i mean you can just throw the ball and you're guy can catch it but you know there's so much extra control now that you know you can affect that it's just like you know why wouldn't you want to learn it um other than that i played i'll say but you know what i played I, it was funny it was because uh i've downloaded like a bunch of the stuff on my ps3 that i had uh, in your account yeah my yeah. account stuff like that i started playing spec ops the line again um do you remember that i never played it no. oh that. okay yeah 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 yeah. Spec Ops Online, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's it's a basic cover shooter, kind of like it's like a, a basic military cover shooter, with a, a an interesting story. It's just a real kind of cool kind of um, how do I describe it? It's almost like they're going. You could tell like they're going after something along the lines of an apocalypse now, mm-hmm. where you had your rogue soldiers something happens i'll sit in dubai there's like a sandstorm or something and they're stuck out there and they get no help and you're supposed to go out there to investigate with your team um it's cool i hadn't played it in uh you know i've I've played through it before but playing through it again it was cool it's your basic like really the 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 gameplay of it is real it's standard like third person shooter but the actual story elements to it are pretty pretty cool like i'm going back i'm like man that kind of that game was kind of I feel like it was not given a whole lot of a shot, like based it off of what, especially when you play like call like games like Call of Duty and even Battlefield. For as cool as Battlefield One looks and as great everything, you know, at the end of the day, it's still gonna be your typical. It's gonna be a military shooter. There's not mm-hmm. a whole lot they can do with it. But this is finally like a game where like they talk about, I don't say the consequences of war, but in a way, yes, like you know fucked up situations that happen and how you know like the like a person's feelings like you know say you're a group you know like i said like the the team or the i think what it is is the soldiers that are basically gone rogue or left they're abandoned and mm-hmm. they're just to fend for themselves so they end up kind of like creating their own little thing and the, you know you're sent out there to investigate it that was, that was, that was me no um, i wasn't ever just i don't know i don't oh, know was it? <laughs> it was air of some sort yeah. Um, but I just thought it was it was pretty admirable that they would try a story like that because it's not something you see every day. Yeah. And anytime you can try to do something different with a, especially that type of game. Granted, the the gen the gameplay is is standard, but story story wise, it was pretty cool that that was even attempted. Because most most games don't really attempt that. It's usually just the summer blockbuster type storyline. Yeah. You know, save this, save that, whatever. Kind of so. reminds me of like uh, the Brothers in Arms games. How they they were like pretty story yeah. driven they were fun like yeah. dramatic dramatic stuff and like action I mean there was action in it but like <clears throat> there was some stuff that you kind of like um, what do you call it uh, like you kind of 
kind of like if you watch Band of Brothers, you kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, I like these characters, and when they die, you're like, fuck, that guy died. That sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like character, yeah. character development. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and it's uh, so I mean, it, it's having fun with this game. There's, there's actually one scene in particular. Um, I haven't even gotten to it yet, but I always still remember like this one scene in particular that's like, fuck, it's really fucked up, and you're just kind of like, I mean, it's not super. Just the way they 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 make you feel like your character is supposed to be like. You know what happened, you know, and it's because, and then like the whole scene happens because you you make the call to do it because you know you're kind of getting like overwhelmed, and <clears throat> they go for this. You end up doing this. Uh, you have to make a really tough decision, and then afterwards you're kind of left with dealing with the consequences, and just like the the aftermath, you're just like holy shit, like you know, and it's uh it's it's pretty cool. Uh, and I, I'm probably gonna stop playing that. And I, I even noticed that I had, I I must have downloaded them at the time, but <clears throat> I was gonna try to get. I might get around to playing um, Ico because I didn't even know I had those downloaded. Yeah, Ico Shadows Ico. of Colossus, the uh, the <coughs> HD. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talking about Ico today is its fifteenth birthday. Holy it shit! Came out today. Holy shit! Whoa. Ico. Yep. We'll play that again. Yeah. So uh, I actually have the Hitman too. I was like, fuck, I got contracts. Uh, no Absolution. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. Well, contracts is part of Absolution, but that was the whole. Was that the one? Was that the same game or no? Because no, there was a contracts no. mode in, in Absolution, but I know Absolution. No, was Absolution a was a more recent one before before yeah. the this one. Yeah, yeah. Out. That one was fun, but it was, it, after a while, it, was, it got it got tough. Yeah. Um. So I, I was gonna play that again because I remember like in the especially the early missions were really yeah. fun. Um. But I got pra- stuck. I'm like I had to get a target in a hotel. Like, it's, I don't know. I just gave up. Oh, is that one where you're like, there's a shitload of guys in that fucking broke down hole? It's like yeah, the second yeah. or third level. It's so yeah. fucking difficult. Yeah. yeah, I think I got through that, but I was like, fuck, I man. It was just it. like, half the time I was just standing in one spot waiting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to have to try something. Um, like you kill somebody, you take their fucking, their, their, um, their clothes. Outfit, and, yeah. Yeah, you take their outfit and then but you still get caught. It's fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. That one sucked. Uh, but that's pretty much that's that's pretty much been it, man. That's what I've been playing. Jesse, what's up with you? Fool? So it took seven months, but Capcom allowed Street Fighter Five to have versus mode against computer. What? Not only that, <laughs> but you can play you versus the computer, or the computer versus you. <laughs> 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 No, it's an option. I guess to keep your, to have yourself in player two option. Oh, okay. So I thought actually I thought that was pretty cool. So you can practice that's starting added, off on that's that never side. Happened before. That, that's revolutionary. Yeah. That is revolutionary, <laughs> and it was it was worth all the seven months. No, um, uh, so yeah, uh, that update happened. You can finally play the computer. Uh, and last night I, I popped it in and I started playing it, and I had a lot of fun. I probably spent more time with Street Fighter that last night than I did. Since having it, um, having the game in February, um, because it's yeah, you can go on training mode and fight against the computer, but you need that. This is your life bar. You need to be able, and yeah, you can put the level of the the computer any way you want, but you still need that. You have sixty seconds. This is your life bar. Yeah. Okay, who's gonna win? You need two yeah. matches. Because when you go in training, you, you start playing like actual like an actual game, but then you start fucking around and, like you don't realize what damage you're taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know what you're doing is how the outcome's gonna be. Yeah. And yeah, you know you can go online, you can play other people online, but you're not always gonna be matched up with anyone who's really gonna not help you out, but like you know you gotta you gotta wait for a match. It, might, it probably won't take long. Probably won't take long. It probably will take long. 
But it, I don't know. I just like to always warm up first playing against the computer. But it was fun playing against the computer and then trying out characters where I could practice things. Um, yeah, so I started, I started playing characters I haven't played yet. Armika is really fun. Yeah. She is a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting to see, too, like a lot of the control schemes for, like, Vega is completely different. Yeah. It's more quarter circle stuff. So uh -huh. I was like, oh, there's shit. That's, that's it. Yeah, there's no, no more charging with him. So I, I was well, really I surprised. Know, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Even so, Chun Li's like that too. She's not, she's yeah, Chun Li's different now. Yeah, you quarter circle to do her her kicks. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just going through it, playing against characters, and then like um, once I beat them because I wouldn't win the first round or the first couple of matches, I would always increase their their the levels just so I could get better, and and that was easier for me to start learning like how to play that game like I, I was having a lot of fun and all in all like honestly like Street Fighter is a well made fighting game mm. it just sucks that it just doesn't have that it didn't have a lot of that content we still don't have an arcade mode I would say that even at to this point even with an arcade I just didn't have an arcade mode I think I could only ever give that game like a six and a half but here's the thing though we're everything. judging it because of it oh yeah yeah I know. we're judging it because of what it didn't come yeah. with well gameplay's a 10 I, but yeah oh, game, you know what i mean that's what, that's I mean. what i'm saying the, but i mean when, when this when this game at the end of the year when people are giving out their best games of the year the street fighter is gonna be the best game fighting game but it's gonna it's like gonna have that asterisk where it's i don't think it'll play. win i don't i just don't think it, it, it I don't who's, think who's it, gonna who's gonna win best fighting just, game of the year? I think no, I like, think some pieces. No, I just some people will be like they're, they're like just on principle. They're just like I can't give this game. Yeah. I think a lot of people. This, yeah. I think a lot of people are just gonna give it to Street Fighter because because the game itself. Here you go. I agree Capcom's with you. Capcom's paying off people. I agree. Well, no, I agree fighters. with you. But no, like what? Kinky, Kinky Fighters, Fighters is a good is a good game. I said Kinky Fighters. Kinky Fighters. Kinky Fighters is an even better game. No, Kinky Fighters is a great game. But when it comes down to actual like the fighting gameplay, like like what's the most fine tuned and has a great fighting gameplay, it's Street Fighter Five hands down. It is. I mean, it's really. But not again, I mean, I am also judging it because of what it didn't have, and I'm pissed off. Like it upsets me that right now, like if I could, if I would have waited for right now last week, I could have bought the deluxe edition with the season pass for forty four bucks. It's on uh, the thirty bucks on Best Buy right now. Yeah, but <clears throat> I could have got the season pass for way cheaper. There's no incentive for for early purchases, yeah. you know, people who are, you know, nothing. But it's the same thing we've always talked about. You pre-order something or you purchase something early, it's on you. Yeah. You know, we didn't think that was going to happen. It happened. We kind of have to live with the consequences. Yes, I can complain all I want. Like Capcom should incentivize. Uh, Capcom should, like, give something back to the people who are early adopters. Mm -hmm. But my complaining doesn't matter they haven't done anything they're not going to do anything and you know what i have to kind of what they're not gonna listen to us yeah so i kind of just have to deal with it that's what happens when you become an early adopter you have to deal with the product you're getting well even with the um what is it street fighter versus tekken stuff mm -hmm. street fighter cross tekken like yeah. they found all that all the dlc already in the game yeah they got so much shit but they still like they didn't like. Oh, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> they didn't care. They still they sold didn't care it. either. Yeah. So it's 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 really like I don't know. Like they, they they do what they want and they don't care. So it's it's not really gonna affect them. Yeah. So <clears throat> no matter how fucking how much you you complain about it, because people are still gonna buy this fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've grown to appreciate that game more, to be honest with you. Street Fighter Cross Tekken ended up being a really fucking fun yeah. game. It was just all, like, all the controversy. That it was, was yeah, yeah. I it mean, like, is it a tur- like I, I get people are like, well, it's not a tournament level type game or anything like that, but just fun. just in general, just a fun game. It was really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to yeah. be perfectly balanced and everything, but if you just go in to fucking have a f- good time and just fuck around with it, yeah. And the whole gem system, like. More so because of the gen system, it's just a wild game. Like yeah, anyone can fun. really win, and yeah. then you're just like fucking. Yeah, it's kind of like that next, like almost like an evolution, kind of sort of to like what the whole the Marvel vs. Capcom, the versus series kind of game. Yeah. It was like a, a, it was a cool. Yeah, was cool. I mean, that actually made me look forward to a, a Tekken Cross Street Fighter game. Even though uh, it was yeah. never gonna happen, but yeah. I wanted to see like it, how it would be. But Akuma's still my, my Akuma, yeah, so that's, still, that's their version. Still of my theory. I think that became Pokemon Tournament. <laughs> Probably. Honestly, I feel that because the engine game. going into 3D and then 2D, yeah. I was like, oh, wait yeah, a really minute. <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs> it's just a different That's skin. That's my theory. But going back to, to, to Street Fighter, um, playing against a computer, I was having a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, after I was done with that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go into that, that story mode. And I was bored. Yeah. It's, I was like, oh. Shit story mode. One of the. Because I literally, I was, I was not Charlie. What are they calling him now? He's not Charlie anymore. They call him something else. Nash, there you go. Nash, yeah. I was Nash, Nash, and then I'm fighting against um, their little cinema happens with Guile. Then I'm going to fight against him, and then Guile does a, a sonic boom, and I, and I stop it, and then I'm just standing there, and then I'm just like hitting the air, and he doesn't do anything. And this is story mode. Yeah. I heard it gets harder as it goes, but I'm like, that's still it dumb. Shouldn't like that, that shouldn't yeah. be like that. It should. They should be like attacking. Four was fucking hard. Like at oh, first, yeah. like I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Like up to up to when you get the to the final boss, which is Seth. Like you, if you if you're like really repetitive with your with your they learn your moves. They he adapts. Well, not adapts. Yeah. So he already knows what you're gonna do. So you gotta uh. switch it up. And it, it made it made the game a lot harder. And it made it fun too. So I don't know why why they didn't just yeah. keep keep doing that. Even in arcade mode, like the, even the first one you're playing, even though it's it's easier to beat, it's not not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always doing something. It's always moving. It's always attacking. The game at the end of the day, the game catered to the fighting to the fighting game community. Is at the, yeah, at the bottom line, that's what happened. <clears throat> Which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. the fighting they're gonna love it. and That's fine. But you know, like, like for yeah. for like novice all players. All, like, yeah there you know there's a lot of stuff missing that's why i'm saying like like i know it's a great game i yeah. know the gameplay is everything's cool but it's, i still yeah. couldn't give it like like if i had to give it a, a letter score a number yeah. score it wasn't it's not going to be very high like we're it's so just, used you know, we're so used to playing that versus the computer on a good story mode like a good story mode but like a, a story mode where it was, is there's some level of difficulty yeah but now yeah. like <clears throat> with that it was um but they, they made it, yeah, like you said, they catered toward the fighting game community. Yeah. Like they made it a fighting game there where you could play online. I think that that was probably had to have been their main focus. Then, they did that. You know, I mean, I don't. It's a different kind of game. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a fighting game, but it's a different kind of game. You look at Killer Instinct, but Killer Instinct's now in its third season, uh-huh. which you know it's had three years, but it's got three different fucking story modes. Oh, Every right. year they like add something different. And you're like, fuck, that's kind of cool, you know? It's, yeah. It, it's you know, and then you know, obviously. You know, well, then you have other games where, like, where you even go, like, fuck, the story mode is overkill, like, uh, the Personas, <laughs> the story mode in Persona. Oh, uh, shit. It's like an insane. Did you try to do that? It's like a novel, dude. Yeah, I was gonna, it, I should have told you, don't do that. No, well, no, I, King of no, the original one, though, the original is the same, because, you yeah. know, when you play, it's like, fuck, the, yeah. the original the Persona game, right? Yeah. They, they said the story mode in there, like, unless you play the games, <laughs> don't even bother. Yeah. Well, funny. King of Fighters is pretty story, story driven, Yeah, too. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, so it's it's you know it's. But Persona's like forty-five minutes. It's crazy. Persona's what? Well, uh, forty-five minutes at least. Um, <laughs> it, it's no, 
Look, I agree with you. I'm, but I, I think it's just, it's still gonna win the game of the year once fighting games compared. Like, honestly, even if it, if the game of the year happens and they go, they give it to King of Fighters, I'll be like, cool. You know, I'm not mad either way, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Street Fighter Five, and then you'll have people going, oh, that game didn't have this, yeah, but then everyone's gonna argue. But when it comes to gameplay, it was number one. Yeah. When it, you know, and and that's what the argument's gonna be, and and I'm not disagreeing with I, I I agree with both I agree with both sides yeah you know um but um they ended up adding some stuff on in the game now when you fight um someone does the final attack and depending on I the saw stage, that if that's it's a, fucking if it's cool a hard attack, if it's a hard attack like you hit them really hard at the last punch whoever the winner is like uh, in one stage I forget whose stage uh, it is it's fatalities it, it in it's a, a way, stage KO it's oh, a stage whatever. KO so it knocks one person into um I saw the a one cannon, where they like a cannon. What, what, what they call it? The the cannon when you put a cannonball in it. Cannon. Nick Cannon. What's it called? Cannonball. Not not uh, the ball, but um, the, the cannon. Oh, is it just the cannon? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like cannon. You hit you hit somebody and they hit, go into the cannon and it shoots them in the air and they become <laughs> the fireworks. <laughs> I think the one with and the fucking it, elephant where you kick the guy. Like, oh, the, the elephant toss the elephant you in the air. Just toss you around and shit like that. And yeah, there's another cool. one when you're in the street where the hot dog vendor is. It hits you right to the hot dog vendor and is a. Big old plastic hot dog falls and hit and stays on your head. Or what knocks you in a turbine, like an electric turbine, and it fucking shocks you. And shit. Yeah. There's all kinds of cool. It was, it was, I was like, oh, well, stage from the, the beginning, like the stage, there's a, what was it, a street stage? I don't know, I haven't played it in forever, but there's a street uh, stage where you're on a street, and then you, if you, if the end, round ends and you get knocked into the very edge of the stage, like you get hit, and then the, the bowl of ramen is just, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, I thought that was cool. So, I mean, it makes sense that they did that, they added that to it, so. Speaking of fighting games, right? oh, well, um, it, it annoys me now going into character select, and there's characters I can't choose because I don't have the season pass. Oh, yeah. but I don't want to buy that season pass because <laughs> I know that season pass will be discounted during Christmas or whenever they start to release season two. Yeah. Or there'll be a bundle for season one and season two that's like ten dollars more, and you'll end up getting the same thing. That's gonna be it. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. A lot of every every it's a rat a dark rat Oculus Rift founder Palmer Lucky funded internet shit posting. Palmer Lucky is believed to have financially backed a pro-Trump anti-Clinton support group. According to a report on the Daily Beast, the group called Nimble America describes itself as a social welfare 501c4 nonprofit organization 
and is thought to be behind anti-Hillary Clinton imagery, taking credit for a billboard depiction, a cartoon Clinton face accompanied by a text too big to jail. Nimble America states it is dedicated to proving that shit posting is powerful and meme magic is real. At the time of writing, many posts pertaining to Nimble America are being removed. However, Lucky told the Daily Beast he had posted on Reddit with an account Nimble Rich Man given him to by the organization founder. Despite being listed as a vice president on the website, he insists he's merely contributed financially because it sounded like a really jolly good time. I came into touch with them over Facebook, Lucky said. It went along the lines of, hey, I have a bunch of money. I would love to see more of this stuff. They wanted to build buzz and do fundraising. The American Revolution was funded by wealthy individuals. Lucky is thought to have posted on Saturday using his nimble, nimble rich man persona. The same has been true of many movements for freedom in history. You can't fight the American elite without serious firepower. They will, they will outspend you and destroy you by any and all means. Uh, no, I know he deleted his, um, I believe he deleted that account or the, I don't know if it was that or the something yeah. or other. It was like, I got rid of it. So obviously it does, you can't come, I mean, obviously I don't know what the whole idea was behind it or, or why he was freely talking about it. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I got to delete this because it seemed like he was openly talking about it. So it's kind of weird, the whole mm -hmm. thing. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not one to talk politics, uh, really, but like my take on it is, um, I'm going to take it a different route. Um, I didn't like the guy and the reason I don't like the guy is very childish. I don't like his face mm -hmm. <laughs> and I also don't like the time magazine cover he did. So pretty much all this other stuff is just, you know, gives me, I guess now like fuel for the fire just be like oh okay so it was yeah. cool that i didn't like this guy in the first place yeah i don't know he can do what he wants with his money at the end of the that's day that's true yeah, yeah he can do whatever the fuck he wants with it you know it's it's kind of goofy to be spending that kind of money to to support something so childish yeah because those posts in general are just so fucking <laughs> yeah. i mean it's like i guess it's it's i, I don't see how it's been i mean i guess it is beneficial people mm -hmm. are gonna see them but i just i don't care like, you know, whenever I see one of those things, half the time, I don't read them. Yeah. So for me personally, I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. Um, there have been a lot of uh, indie developers who have been working on Oculus Rift have um, been very vocal about it. Insomniac did uh, give a statement to IGN. Uh, Insomniac, Games, Insomniac Games condemns all forms of hate speech. While everyone has a right to express his or her political opinion, the behavior and sentiments reported do not reflect the values of our company. We are also confident that this behavior and sentiment does not reflect the values of the many of Oculus employees we work with on a daily basis. I think it's going to also going to definitely put like there's going to be people in, in that work for Oculus that are very strong minded and that are going to probably hear this and they're probably not going to be happy to know that one of their guys or their on their board is you know that's his but i mean again it's just you know it's just right to believe whatever the fuck he yeah. wants you know yeah, like yeah. i don't you know to be blunt i don't like like we were talking about this whole trump donald trump i mean i don't i don't care for him and i don't really care for hillary clinton either that's all i'm gonna say so i mean but it's everyone's right i mean obviously you know some people are gonna back 
some people have to back somebody you know so you know it is what it is he's got every right to do what he wants to do i guess as long as it's not illegal with his money so you know even if it's not a popular decision so i mean obviously he can i mean obviously i don't know what his the whole idea his whole point in just outright talking about it like that was if if he went and deleted stuff afterwards because it seems kind of goofy yeah. like why would you even bother being so open about it and then afterwards i gotta delete this yeah like it seems so weird that that would even you know if anything he would i thought he would just been like oh yeah I said this stuff. yeah i yeah. said this like but why I mean, would be the point you, of him being like support that why why yeah lucky did um respond on his facebook i am deeply sorry that my actions are negatively impacting the perception of oculus and its partners the recent news stories about me do not accurately represent my views here's more background i contributed 10,000 to nimble america because i thought the organization had fresh ideas on how to communicate with young voters through the use of several billboards i'm a libertarian who has publicly supported ron paul and gary johnson in the past and i plan on voting for gary in this election as well <clears throat> i am committed to the principles of fair play and equal treatment i do not write the nimble nimble rich man posts nor did i delete the account Reports that I am a founder or employee of Nimble America are false. I don't have any plans to donate beyond that. I have already given it, given to Nimble America. Still, my actions were my own, and I do not represent Oculus. I'm sorry for the impact my actions are having on the community. I don't know. Could be someone fucking trying to... <laughs> That's true, because, I mean, sometimes people, you know... He's a, a, a known person... Someone could be, it could totally be possible. Someone's trying to sabotage him or trying to make him out. Yeah. He could also just be full of shit and being a big puss. And now he's just like trying to take it all back. Will we ever really know? I don't know. Seems he's, like he's he going to hide. Him. Yeah. He's not going to say anything anymore. It's what's going to happen. It's going to go away. Hey, he's rich. It's not going to matter. Yeah. <laughs> he has money. I, I guess 700 million. Fine. I think he pocketed 700 million from the sale. Didn't he get like a billion? It was sold for two billion, uh, but I think he his percentage was like seven hundred million. So I mean, yeah, he's whatever bad news he's gonna get, he's just gonna wipe his tears with fucking hundreds. So he's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. Beto, what do you think? Seven hundred million is like a lot. So I want to give a fuck. I, I, seven hundred million. I could say like the most racist shit ever and not give a fuck because I have so much money about it and just hide after you know. It's, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it, but just like, yeah. you're so secure. They're like, oh, they go after you. It's like, fuck it, whatever. I'll just fucking hide forever. <laughs> I have so much money. So, I really don't get into politics. I'm going to fuck this. Titanfall 2 mode is an exclusive for people who eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> so stupid. Even hearing you say that sounds US so fucking dumb. U.S. restaurant chain Buffalo Wild Wings has teamed up with EA for Titanfall 2 promotion. Participants who eat at one of the 1,175 U.S. locations between October 28th and the end of November 2016 will receive access to the exclusive Titanfall 2 multiplayer mode and Titan Insignia. The mode will apparently offer a space where players have the chance to earn huge rewards and then anywhere else in the game. We're excited to partner with EA and offer our guests unique and exclusive opportunities to immerse themselves in one of the most anticipated releases of the year. EA did clarify. EA sends along clarification that players will also earn Coliseum tickets by playing multiplayer. The Mountain Dew and Buffalo Wild Wings promotions are just another way for fans to get tickets to Coliseum mode. 
Can we start a whole fuck EA thing, kind of <laughs> like the fuck Konami thing? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say... Uh, fuck Buffalo Wild Wings, too. Fuck that place. Yeah, it's not they very good. They got some good. really good onion rings, but fuck that place. If you go on there, what? I yeah. fucking... Ugh, it's yeah. so loud. It's stupid. But here's the thing. I was thinking, like, what about the guy who's, like, really into Titanfall? And then, like, really into Buffalo Wild Wings? No, no, no. The guy <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> 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 the guy who's really like excited about Titanfall, but he's like hours away from a Buffalo Wild Wings because he lives the butt fuck out of nowhere, you know. Like, but at least they're doing Mountain Dew. It was funny because I was talking to this about somebody. I'm like, why well, did you do Mountain Dew like everything else? And then they did that clarify, and I was like, okay, they are Doritos too, or is it just Mountain Dew? Just Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. Ah, leaving Doritos out in the cold now, huh? It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Don't ever bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> um, I just think it's so fucking it's retarded. I I, I want to go like I I wish I could talk to the like. Just I want to I, I want to know who the guys that who, respawn is who I who went ask. up to who like hey EA or hey Buffalo Wild Wings like who. I just want to I just want to talk to the guy that respawns like hey man when you signed that contract with EA did you? It's all envisioned right cross promotion with fucking Buffalo Wild Wings your game right <laughs> good stuff. He's like hey we got lifetime passes to go to Buffalo Wild. I, uh, infinite amount of onion rings. I was interested in the game, but o- I mean, only onion wings. Though. We can't get wings. Yeah. Good, though. yeah, yeah. I was interested. Uh, onion in, wings. On, onion onion wings. wings. I was interested in the game because I liked the first game, but it this is the kind of shit that just kills my excitement for games. Whenever I hear these kinds of bullshit fucking promotions, it's just it it gets me like fuck. No, I'm not gonna play it. I I can already tell you now, like I won't play it. Like just because and it's just like a principle thing where I'm just like I was. I was like okay with it, but every time they do these stupid fucking promotions, it just kills a little part of me of that joy I was gonna have for this, for a new game. Every time, it just this this happens with a lot of things like in pop culture. Like um, for a while, DJs were fucking huge. I mean they're huge right now, but like in in the late '90s, early 2000s, there was these DJs and there's fucking commercials for like hair gel with DJs in them and all that stupid shit. Just because DJing was huge at the time. Like, yeah, turntablism. Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, so like with pop culture, it gets like pop. that. Even hip hop in the nineties, Polly D. <laughs> hip hop in the nineties, like you see, like it was, it was, it got so big. I mean, it's still pretty big, but it's got so fucking big Yo, that it, it made it into like fucking, mainstream, like, yeah. yeah, into commercials. Where so it's it's it's, it's happening right now with video games. And so. Ice Cube was in that uh, Sega Saturn commercial where he had a, uh, a Saturn belt what or the saturn really? sphere around his oh, head and he that. had he was holding like a really? glove <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah see so it's happening with the video games right now so it's it's, it's it sucks but it's not surprising because it's 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 happened so many times with everything that that gets huge I just it, it's getting so stupid yeah. though like i you know what like i could if they'd have just been like yeah we got the whole thing with doritos and fucking doritos, mountain Dew and doritos, or whatever i would have just been like I, I i probably would have just been like yeah typical whatever but now you're like actually fucking full on restaurants. Like now, pretty soon it's gonna be like, come into your nearest Sizzler. Where? <laughs> yeah. Coming. <laughs> I just showed me the picture of the uh, 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 Ice Cube. Oh shit! I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that in the Instagram. Come to picture. Buffalo Wild Wings and pre-order Battlefield One. Yeah. Like it just—it's so fucking silly now that like yeah. And after hearing that, I'm just like I I won't. That's a game that I was like borderline. Like I was like I'm kind of I kind of want to play this game because I liked the first one and like oh there's gonna be a story mode and, I, and there was still part of me that was like ah, I think the, I'll play it when it comes out. And then you hear this and I'm build, just like yeah the build mind. up to it it kind of ruins it. Cause <sighs> even like you said like 
you hear about how the complete game is gonna be like 120 bucks. And, I, and it's just fucking it's oh ridiculous yeah, and, how, how overpriced shit's getting right now. And then Especially when you hear big big, big uh, companies. Yeah, and then you hear them say like we're like here's the thing, they come and clarify like, oh, but you can still get the stuff, you know, playing the game. But you know, when you read that fucking thing, it's like special super fucking prizes or things only available through here but again how like tag you yourself it, on facebook you can earn it in the game else. but you can earn it in the game but how long will that take oh, you yeah. what's well, like, easier well, well, to you, get it at buffalo wild that, are you still on that thing or no can you just reread the what they like the the official press release or whatever participants who eat at one of the 1,175 U.S. locations between October 28th and the end of November 2016 will receive access to an exclusive Titanfall 2 multiplayer mode on Titanfall Insignia. Keep keep going, yeah. Okay, so first of all, they're saying it's an exclusive mode to them, so that's already bullshit if they're clarifying that, oh, no, no, you can earn tickets to play it, but keep going. Then it says what? Will players have the chance to earn huge rewards more than anywhere else in the game? We're excited to partner with EA and offer our guests unique and exclusive opportunities to immerse themselves in one of the most anticipated releases of the year! Huge rewards more than any other part of the fucking game. And then they have to clarify, whoa, 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 hold on. You can still, you can still earn tickets, but no, fuck you. That's... That's for the people I, that are, li- like Jesse said, live far away from Buffalo But I Wild guess, Wings. like you said, if you're fucking in the Titanfall and you like Buffalo Wild Wings, hey, man, have at it. Hey. Good you, for you. You know what this uh, means, right? I, I mentioned Battlefield. I was thinking, I thought we were talking about Battlefield. I forgot. I thought it was, uh... You know what? Uh, fuck I it. Meant- <laughs> Battlefield 2. Fuck that game, too. You know, Battlefield 2. <laughs> you might as well. They can do a deal with fucking Yogurtland or something like that, or, you know... I want to see a, um... TJ a Fridays. Titan, a Titan... A Titanfall map with... We are inside of a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, oh it'll happen. <laughs> it'll oh, happen. Guys, you know what this means, right? Mm-hmm. We have to do one of the podcasts in Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be able to hear ourselves. That's what we're going to have to yell. Space. Welcome to the third party controller podcast. <laughs> do it during a fight. And they tell, they, oh, tell us, they tell us, can you be quiet? <laughs> can you please be quiet? <laughs> People are trying like, to do so their many meal. people talking loud, and then we're like over here, like, anyways, of the podcast, sir. <laughs> Ma'am, I didn't get my Titanfall code. <laughs> I tagged myself. I did not get my DLC. I did not get my golden mech. That's just fucking. I just. I'm so fucking stupid. I don't like how a lot of uh, websites have been. Um, I mean, they caption this, so I'm just gonna say it. Kojima talks about Metal Gear Survives zombies. Yeah. Now what's bugging me is a lot of websites are going. Kojima calls out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's retarded. He's not calling yeah, out. I heard Someone asked this. him. Fucking IGN said that too. Yeah, really? yeah. I was like fuck IGN. When asked whether the idea for Survive had come from Kojima himself, he replied, "That's nothing to do with me. The Metal Gear games are about political fiction and espionage." He continued, "Where do zombies fit in that? Where do zombies fit in with that?" And that was it, right? That's all. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's really all he said. It was a snow lo- news week. <laughs> oh, um, Kojima was joined on stage with Yuji Shinkawa, the former character and mechanical designer on the Metal Gear series, who is now working on this stranding at Kojima Productions. Shinkawa also denied any involvement in the Konami game, joking, if I had worked on that game, it would have had mechs in it. Mexicans in it? Mexicans in it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I mean... You know, we, we kind of, you know, I had a theory that maybe it was ideas that he had put out there, maybe to 
elongate the 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 multiplayer mode. But yeah, I, what he I says, like how, how they I, have to do it. I, I, I didn't see. see I didn't see Kojima or like anything. No, no, I'm pretty sure like as in, you know, he had the LA group and I'm pretty sure it was like, hey, throw us ideas of how to keep the multiplayer going. And maybe that was something that someone had suggested. Just a guess. That was yeah. what, like my thought. And maybe he was just like, okay, maybe. To, it's like, to me, the real no, but story. I, I mean, like. No, no, I, I know what you mean. But like, they the, had that yeah. that multiplayer team. Like and I'm pretty just, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe they're like spitball ideas. To me, the real story is just how clickbaity the fucking video game websites oh, got with this no thing. yeah they did they really got terrible clickbait. like he calls them out no he didn't fucking barely sounded like a damn Kojima pro wrestling on, on like Kong. a pro wrestling fucking uh, news site oh, or blog fuck hints at hints at Eddie Guerrero return <laughs> <laughs> what Eddie Guerrero to return at Royal Rumble and you know it's fake <laughs> But part of you still clicks. You're just like, what the? F- oh, all right, hold on. On. he's dead. Uh, pop up, shit. <laughs> Hideo Kojima took to the stage at Sony's TGS conference to reveal a few tasty tidbits around the first game after leaving Konami. Details on stories were scarce, but Kojima said that the title was inspired by whales and dolphins who sometimes get stranded on the beach. The title is about something from another world, stranded on our world. Kojima said that Death Stranding will be an open-world game with a lot of player freedom, and co-op will be a feature. He also reiterated a lot of the same cryptic stuff around Death Stranding's themes that were revealed to us at E3. Kojima said that he has finally decided on an engine to build Death Stranding on, so production can begin in earnest, and closed his presentation by saying that he and his team plan to accommodate 4K and HDR. We want to prove that the indie studios can produce AAA games world-class masterpieces, said Kojima. World-class masterpiece? Okay. What? (laughs) He does make world-class masterpieces. He does. I'm not saying he does Then why are you fucking downing him, Joe? Yeah. Hold on. Death Stranding is due to release in 2018, Hideo Kojima told a huge crowd of fans during an onstage Q&A session. It will be out before the Olympics, said Kojima, referring to Tokyo's 2020 games. He oh, then so went on, delayed fucking 2020. He, he then went on to go a little further. There is a movie called Akira, and it will be out before the year in which Akira is set. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were remaking The anime movie Akira was set in 2019. He's being cute. American Akira. He's being cute. So Akira would peg Death Stranding release date at some time during 2018. But why is, is, is he giving hints as to like it's gonna be like Akira mixed with like Olympics? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty much all that Kojima had in Death Stranding. And uh, we t- Tokyo Game Show happened two weeks ago, and uh, it was pretty cool. But um, I was watching the uh, Sony TGS stuff. Uh, like two in the morning. And yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, twelve. Midnight, no, it was yeah, at midnight. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff that's not coming over here. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was cool was everyone was kind of calm and tame. But once Kojima went on, like, it went crazy. Every, you know, people in Japan are very, you know, to themselves, very oh, quiet. Yeah. Oh, dude, they fucking just shook their hands. Like, yeah, shook their hands. <laughs> Clapped their hands and were just all excited. <laughs> they <Yeah>. shook. <laughs> they, were, they were like... <laughs> But they were really excited. But it was it was really cool. <laughs> well, just like you see, like a lot of like Japanese pro wrestling and MMA, they're like really yeah, quiet. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll just see how quiet they are. But open world co-op dolphins before in 2018 <laughs> whales dolphins 2018 now o- Olympics. Are we, can we can we place bets on how, how Akira when it's gonna get delayed? Or yeah, if it's gonna. <laughs> oh, it will get delayed for sure. 
I'm gonna say 2020, like right before. Right, he, he okay because he said that it's gonna be like the hour before the Olympics start. It's out now. <laughs> I'd say like that or spring that year, 2020, spring 2020. Yeah. Or winter 2019. What? I'm not expecting much. Oh, me? Uh, I was. My my only comment on 2018. My only comment is the fact that we're only at the point where he's only really at the point um, where he's picked an engine. There's nothing to talk about in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all. I get that you know it's it's Kojima. It's very you know, and he's very very. Everyone is excited for the game, but like I'm, I. I have no feelings towards it whatsoever because it's there's just an it's engine. Too early. It's like yeah, for me, yeah. it's just like oh, that's. Uh, what engines are you uh, gonna use? You know, he hasn't said. Oh, okay. For some reason, he, he decided Unreal. Unreal two point five. Probably <laughs> he did. He, they already decided. I'm pretty sure it's his team tried. Tr- I'm pretty sure they tried it and they yeah. felt what was what was something they didn't have to work on. They could just get to work right away. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they they got an engine that just let's go. We're ready to go because when they worked on the Fox engine, they took a long Fuck yeah. fucking time. Because they built it. They built the Fox engine to work on For, multiple things. Yeah. So you can work on it in one thing and then and spread it to different consoles like PS3, yeah, Xbox 360, <laughs> PC. A, you, a, to work on multiple things, you're like, yeah, espionage games, soccer, <laughs> soccer and that's pachinko. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I was going to say is like when he talks about, oh, yeah, people to see that an uh, indie studio can create a triple A game. I don't. He's got Sony helping yeah, 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 a lot, yeah. so I don't know if it's like your it's typical like, yeah. indie studio. But I mean, you know, Shenmue we'll Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can ask me how Sony. I feel about that game five years from now, <laughs> <laughs> in a year and a half from now. Next, I, I next will E3? give you it, huh? Next E3. Maybe that's about next TGS, no. maybe. <clears throat> yeah, next Tokyo Game Show. Probably two years, and uh, that E3, that's when I will, I will, I will have an actual, maybe have a formulated opinion on it. After playing Police Knots and Snatcher, I am excited for a whole new game yeah. from Kojima. Like, really, really excited. I honestly can't stop thinking about Snatcher. Uh, yeah, I want to play it again. Oh, um, uh, no, no. It's, I mean, it's pretty exci- exciting to, to see um, something new from Kojima, too, other than, like, Metal Gear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it would have been cool if he would have stayed with Konami and make another Zone of Enders, but... Oh, or it. another Snatcher, sequel to Snatcher. Or maybe just Snatcher remake because I mean movies are fucking. Do- what when when are video games gonna start getting remade like crazy? I mean, oh, they do HD remakes, but like I think completely- they already are. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. unlike but, like, movies- crazy, how movies are like right now. Shit. I would I would say hold on. Jumanji. I would say right now. Fucking ten year old movie. <laughs> I would say now. Got the rock. The yeah, the, the movie remake, but it's much easier and cheaper. Are just the re releases. That's kind yeah, of that's what, that's what I'm that I, yeah. I know that but like I'm from, from scratch like new engine and redone voice acting like when when do you think that will happen? when it doesn't cost them too much to do it I think so. when it's something they could do easily all right so two games got delayed South Park the fractured but whole delayed until 2017 originally announced for December 6th 2016 is now sometime in 2017 the second game the Last Guardian is also delayed, and it was supposed to come out in October. I want to say October 23rd is now delayed till December 6th. So um, The Last Guardian is a game that me and Bethel really look forward to for like the past 10 years. And when I sent Bethel the message about Last Guardian being delayed, Bethel sent me this right after. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the internet... 
flipped the fuck out. Of course they did. They did the same stuff like Joe says. They threatened the people who announced that it was probably going to get delayed. All this fucking bullshit. All I got to say is... I'm glad South Park got delayed because it saves me money this year <laughs> for this 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 Christmas. Uh, Last Guardian, hey, I've already waited ten years. What's another two, two months? months you know, I, it's it's I'm completely fine with it. But I don't know what's wrong with the internet. Like really, they're, well, they're fucking. No, up. I'm gonna tell you right now, and people are gonna be like, you're not being sensitive to the people, to the people's situations. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Every person that got that pissed off that that game's not coming out, that <clears throat> the Last Guardian's not coming out, and you're fucking sending death threats and going on your own mission to fucking find to call every GameStop in a fucking 200 mile radius to prove them wrong somehow get a fucking life yeah okay <clears throat> seriously go fucking do something else go outside Whoa. go this, fucking this guy, this guy though his friend's a manager at GameStop he he was told it wasn't gonna get delayed dude. oh yeah yeah fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's going to be our thing now. Every time uh, a game gets delayed, Nate Diaz is always going to tell us. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> I want to fucking create a game and just constantly delay it and never release it. <laughs> just for the fucking, just so that I can fight with people online. You, oh, you fucking ruined my life. I'm fucking going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Two more months now. Every fucking death threat, it's going to be two more months. <laughs> But yeah, I'm whatever. There's a countdown that doesn't count down; it just keeps going up because you keep getting <laughs> death threats. For it. Yeah, it's like, fuck you guys. <clears throat> I'm releasing my game. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna release it. And I'm only I'm gonna play it. <laughs> I'm release this game for myself. This game is for me. It's for me. Too bad you guys can't play it. It's so fucking it's awesome. good. <laughs> it's the greatest game I've ever fucking played. President of Sony Worldwide Studios Shuhei Yoshida has said that while he enjoyed No Man's Sky. He understands why many players felt let down by the game and puts that down Hello Games PR strategy. I understand some of the criticism, especially Sean Murray, is getting. He said to Eurogamer, because he sounded like he was promising more features in the game from day one, it wasn't a great PR strategy because he didn't have a PR person helping him, and in the end, he is an indie developer. Yoshida's statement is bound to cause some confusion given Sony's very public push for the game's pre-release and his position as publisher and distributor for the physical version of game of the game. Yoshida himself said that he really enjoyed the game and points to its future growth as a reason to stay excited for it. Sean Murray says their plan is to continue to develop No Man's Sky's features and such. He explained, and I'm looking forward to continuing to continuing to play the game. Um I kind of, I, I gotta agree, man. I mean, really, it comes down to Hello Games. They chose to hype the game the way they did. They chose not to release, you know, um, to give people much, much access to the game until right before it came out. And a lot of things were said about how, you know, I, I think it would have. This is one of those cases where, and I get it. Uh, the what's the guy's name? Sean Sean what? Sean Murray. Sean Murray is a developer so that's nice. his thing he's not a pr guy it probably wouldn't have hurt them to have hired a pr firm to handle like the talking or have us an actual legit spokesperson be like hey you know uh, you know you live you learn hopefully you know going forward they've learned from it yeah but, you know what can you do 
I could understand the flack they're getting, but I could understand the flack that Yoshida's getting too, because if you really think about it, and we've all kind of, we're not 100% sure if this is true, but we kind of feel that No Man's Sky became a $60 game because of PlayStation. Could you be. know? Could so be. it's it's in, in a way where it's kind of like, he is saying, I think this is the reason why it got received the way it did, but also, weren't you the reason why this game became $60? You know what I mean? We we talked about like if this game was a little bit less, it would have been okay in a way. It's an ambitious title though. I don't you know, it's hard to say whether or not um they needed to charge 60. I who knows? Who who will really ever know? It is it's an you know what they what they ended up accomplishing for what it's worth from what I've heard, you know, some people still say yeah, it's you know, they they're getting mileage out of it. It's you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess having not played it myself, it's hard for me to really yeah to gauge what what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, I can only go off of what I've what seen of seen. it, and uh, I mean, there's a, there's an audience for it. It'll be interesting to see what kind of say. I don't know. Have they talked about sales? They really don't bring it up. Huh? No, they haven't brought it up yet. So, um, I know it's already down to like forty four bucks. Tomorrow it's going to be on sale at Fry's. Oh, really? So. Um, still too much for me, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it just you know, I think it's just a, it, it'll be a lesson that they hopefully learn from going forward. Yeah, that's gonna be it for news. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So, see you in a bit. third-party controller i have a question for you every good game comes with a great ending but not all games succeed in this what game have you played that had a really bad ending or an ending that you were not expecting movies and shows are notorious for this <coughs> dexter side <laughs> side note happy birthday jessica hope it went fabulous thanks boys you rock i'll be seeing you soon Trini. Can I go first? Mm, I went over the game. I think I talked about the game last week. Bioshock. 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 The first one? Yeah. Great mid-game plot twist. 
set it up because we didn't talk about it on, on the podcast. So set up why. Like what you haven't played Let's it or not? Oh, okay. Better don't give up. Right. So like the, the game. So like at the beginning of the game, the whole Andrew Ryan thing. You kind of go back, right? It, it does little flashbacks, right, about who he was and everything, and like mm-hmm. somehow you're connected to him, and you have to get to him, and you have someone like guiding you, like a, another player guiding you, and then as the game moves on, you hit this point where. You're you're basically going to try to kill him. You're gonna I think that's what you're trying to do, right? Or you're trying to get to him for some reason. I forget. And you get there and br- pretty much you get to that point. It's like this huge big moment. And even like you end up killing him, but he takes he controls it. He's the one that asks you. And they they do it over the whole what is it, the would you kindly? Is that what weren't those the words? Yeah, because he's like brain not brainwashed or something, right? It's he, like a brainwash type if you say those words, he, you kinda you have to do it. Has to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like, Oh, would you kindly do this or that? And then he basically, you know, you end up killing him, but you don't actually get, you kill him because he tells you to kill him. He, you don't actually you're not the one that so it's kinda like a weird thing where they take away that I guess the moment of revenge. And then it's this huge, it's a crazy moment. You're like, oh, whoa, all this shit. And then, then you start to realize the game's only like half over. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of come like, oh, the person that's been leading you this whole time um, is not who they said they were and was using, basically using you to kind of take over. And then at the end, you, you end up, you know, by the end of the game, you end up in this boss battle that makes no sense, has no real place being there against like a super, it's just... Like, it was pretty much like they ran out of an idea. They had nothing, and they're like, fuck, how are we going to end this? Well, how do games usually end? Boss with fight. A boss fight. Yeah. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum was the same same thing with Joker oh, yeah. pumping himself full of whatever, uh, the oh, Bane yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah. And then it just became like a very, that was like one of the it's remarks comical, yeah. of Bat- the Batman Arkham Asylum game was just they were like, yeah, that boss ending. They both fall in that, yeah, that boss ending. was. Just I Arkham, Arkham City was so much better. I like the way that was structured. At the oh, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool. Um, so Because you had a big ass, I don't want to ruin it, but yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so it was kind of like that. That's a game where like it it just felt flat. Even like the first time I played through the game, I was like, oh whoa! And then, you know, that big, the big reveal happens, and then the game keeps going. And even after that point, I there was moments in that game, after the whole Andrew Ryan thing ends, I even hit points where I'm like, ah oh, man, still gonna keep going, huh? Like how much further do I gotta go? And there's actually a pretty good amount of time left. And I remember at one point just being a little burned out, even like, ah oh, man, this kind of just gotta keep doing this huh and mm-hmm. then you know when you actually get to that that boss fight it's like oh shoot you're you know this is it and then you, it's a blue guy it was almost naked right or was, uh, it was blue. just i just fucking yeah. it was just like oh i was like oh okay so that was pretty disappointing <clears throat> you know they obviously they learned from that but you know it was for for that game being as good as that's always going to be like the one yeah. negative like when you it's go like back. it's great but the ending sucks yeah <laughs> the ending boss fight sucks i liked both endings well one of them was kind of stupid but the other one i liked yeah like uh, not the ending of the game but like the actual boss like your final battle the, the way it, it yeah, yeah, sets yeah. it up is just not cool mm-hmm. what about you jesse do you have any metal uh <clears throat> It was a shitty game throughout, <laughs> um, and it had a shitty ending. It was Arkham Knight? It was, uh, yeah. it was kind of predictable too. Like I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was just the ending was just so, I don't know. The, I was so over the game. I just wanted to beat it, but like, 
What was that ending again? I beat uh, it, but I completely was, just ignored it. Was Jason Todd? Oh yeah, but I called that shit like yeah. The, when <coughs> and if you haven't played the game, I don't really care about spoiling it for you because I'm saving you money and time. <laughs> um, right to the point where you kind of meet the Arkham Knight for the first time, and he has Batman on the ground and shoots. He's like, I know where to shoot you, and shoots you in a soft spot. I'm like. It's Jason Todd. I hope it's not Jason Todd. It better not be Jason Todd, and it was. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was like you say, it's pretty predictable. Um, uh, yeah, it just it fucking was shitty. It shit like uh, it's like the third thing, the third movie, the third game is always the shitty one. Yeah. So this was the shitty one, and it was like one of the shittiest ones too. Um, and it's like I just forced myself to play just to be done with it. Me too. Yeah. And I ended up finishing it. So that let's see. That was really. Uh, I just remember how so excited we were to get yeah. it. We went to the midnight. We were waiting in the car. We were so fucking excited. That's such. Yeah, that was a huge moment. <laughs> fucking biggest disappointment. Was it? It was actually. Yeah, no, it was that year. It was last year's <clears throat> last probably year. biggest disappointment. Yeah. Biggest so. disappointment. Fuck you, Rocksteady. Um, nothing like that was good, but had a shitty ending. I'll have you think about it. You want me to do mine? I mean, the game, the the, the gameplay was fun, other than than the fucking shitty mm-hmm. Batmobile, forced Batmobile stuff. I can't think of anything. You can't think of anything. I'll, I'll try to. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Halo Two, maybe. Huh? Halo Two for me. Oh, I okay. Didn't care for it? Like, I, I mean, let's see. As again, like, I didn't like playing as the Arbiter either. So it's it's throughout the game. I didn't really care for it. So. So you you're you're lucky to the point where you haven't played a good. You haven't played a good game. Where you were disappointed with the ending. You Madden, played <laughs> because I lost the Super Bowl. Right now. <laughs> um, for me, it was the game was the PS1 game Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, and the reason why it really, really stung was because that game was delayed for such a long time. I remember getting the place PSM magazine of that game, and uh, it had the strategy guide in it. But the game wasn't out. It got delayed like a couple. I don't know how much, how long it got delayed, but it got delayed uh, a couple of months. But I remember like going over through that strategy guide. They only had the first part of the strategy guide, and you had to wait a couple of months to get the other one because the whole game wasn't out yet. Um, but I got the game, and it's uh, pretty much the basis of that game was Kane. Um, I forget. I really forget the characters' names. But your main, your main character, Kane, kind of like. I want to say is jealous because you have bat wings, uh, destroys your wings, throws you off, and pretty much condemns you to hell and you die, but you still live. So you have the ability to like suck souls. You're not, you're not a vampire anymore. You just suck the souls, like the energy of, of, of your enemies. Anyway, throughout this whole game is to fucking reach Kane and to finally fight him. And everything in that game is awesome. The puzzles, the combat. Like, this is like, oh, dude, this is the next level of combat because you could take enemies' weapons and you upgrade stuff. So it was like, it was kind of like like the upgrade system of Castlevania's with a little bit of Metroid in it, but a 3D world. Such a great game. It's the end of the game. You're in a room and you're fighting Kane back and forth. He's warping to different, like, doors in that room and you gotta attack him, attack him. And then he jumps into one of the warps and then the game goes, to be continued. Oh. And that's it. That was a like cliffhanger. Maybe is never a good idea. And the next game didn't come out till probably three, maybe three or two years into the PS2 life cycle. Oh, and the PS2 probably wasn't out for another maybe two years. 
So it was like, I, I want to say it's a four-year wait. I could be wrong, and really, maybe it was like a two-year wait. But I, by that time, I didn't care anymore. It, it soured me so bad that it was just a to-be-continued. And I had fun up until that point, and that was horrible. It was like, this guy who fucked me over, like I got to attack him. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when I had worked at a game store, and I was like, oh, I saw it. Like, part two of Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. And I'm like, oh. Because I completely just wiped it out of my mind oh i'm gonna rent this and I'll, I'll finally i'll play it i'll see how it is that gameplay did not it was too sluggish way too sluggish but was yeah. it the same or honestly it felt so sluggish i don't even remember i don't remember how it played i just remember at that time as a kid I'd, i delved so much into that first game all the puzzles there were puzzles that would like confuse me so much i needed a strategy guide i needed that guide i had for months um but I had so much fun. It looked at that time for PS One. It looked great. It played great. Everything about it was awesome. Um, and yeah, that fucking to be continued. I hated that. That was a piece of shit. I, I literally got mad and I was like, "Fuck this game." Uh, anything else? Any other games? Mm, I, I guess you could have. I don't know. Grand Theft Auto Five. The way like <clears throat> how you can kill. Was it Trevor? Oh, that I thought ending. that was stupid. I mean, I didn't do it, but it, it'd be stupid to do it to end like that to kill a main character. Yeah, like, like the options you have doesn't make sense up to that point. Yeah, still a great game. Yeah, when you chose the right ending. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I don't understand why they would have that option. I think yeah, yeah. I feel like four's ending was kind of flat too. Four's ending. The only thing that didn't make I remember playing it and I liked it, but the only thing that didn't make sense to me was. Was it your girlfriend who got killed? Yeah. Her brother wasn't there. Remember her brother yeah. was like a fucking crazy ass motherfucker and yeah. you would think he'd oh, be there? Mom, that was like yeah. one of my... I, I haven't played the game And he was like years. really protective of her too. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, where is he? Yeah. Where is he right now? Why isn't he here? Like I felt like, oh, that was weird. There's yeah. no... He was. He didn't help. You had other friends. Yeah. The, and the, why that stood out was because there were other friends throughout the game that helped that weren't there for a long time. You're like, where the fuck is this guy helping? Okay. Cool. <laughs> Well, that's going to be it for Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us questions like Trini did, send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Third Party Controller Podcast. Remember, it's third party with a three. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. We may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Speaking of fighting games, though, uh, here's a little thing, but though you didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you did afterwards, but after you left last week, uh-huh. after we were done recording and you left, me and Jesse... Jesse beat the fuck out of you? Oh, you, well, yeah. I mean, we all heard about that. So, dude. <laughs> I beat him. His nephew was there. If, if you guys listened to last week, you heard that kid go, oh! That's because his... He did not. <laughs> not his, yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. did. Even Bethel. I'm sorry. Even, even Bethel was like, Who, who's that? I'm like, oh, that was Sam. Because Sam heard me and he's like, oh! Oh, he's into it. Oh, <laughs> Jesse fucked him up. Yeah, and he's only what one year old. He doesn't even, he doesn't even speak. Not like that. Anyways. <laughs>